Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this interview, we're going to be talking about building communities, which is something that I'm terribly passionate about. Our guest today is Albert Chen. He's a HR technology marketer born and raised in sunny California. A graduate of Santa Clara University, Albert has developed and executed upon digital content and strategic marketing plans for businesses of all sizes. He's also the founder of Albert's List, a career services marketplace servicing 40,000 plus, bringing together recruiters, job seekers, hiring managers, and various other job titles. Albert, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to be here today. So, Albert, beyond my wee introduction there, please uh, please introduce yourself a wee bit more to our audience. Tell them about your career background and your current role at Albert's List. Yeah, so I uh, I founded Albert's List back in 2013. Uh, it's uh, been now uh, mainly a Facebook group for the last six and a half years now. And so we have uh, over 40,000 members across multiple uh, regions and cities around the United States. Uh, but we're mainly located here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we also have a chapter in Southern California. Uh, my career path in general, so uh, in addition to Albert's List, I also have a day job. I work in tech, obviously, since I'm here in Silicon Valley, and I uh, have been a marketer here for the last eight years, um, starting in social media marketing and now moving into product and content marketing. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, so as part of our little chat before we started recording here today, I, I, it was remiss of me. I, I forgot to mention that uh, um, I also am very passionate about building communities and uh, I'm, I'm the co-organizer of an event called uh, Innovate Work, which we run across Canada. In your opinion, Albert, why are, why are communities so important for HR organizations? Yeah, uh, communities are really important for HR organizations because, you know, we live in a world where everything is kind of disjointed and disconnected. And the job hunt process and the career process really requires a lot of engagement from both sides, from both the companies that are hiring and from the companies that are, uh, and from the uh, individuals that are looking to get hired. Uh, there's definitely a lot more uh, in the process today, unlike in the past where a lot of people just went from uh, office to office and dropped off resumes. Today, there's this whole notion of career development. There's engaging employees. Uh, and you're seeing this also in the, the way that HR technology in general is being developed with the integration of AI and machine learning to really understand how an employee is doing at any point in their career or at any point in their time within a particular company. And so being able to have a community that backends all of that really brings both sides closer together and creates the uh, conversation that uh, that'll make it uh, that'll make it uh, that makes it a lot easier for both sides to do business with one another. Awesome. Thank you very much. And specifically, then, why is it important to bring together hiring managers, recruiters and, and job seekers? Uh, we live in this world of they call it a war for talent right now. OK, um, so how, how do tools like Albert's List, how, how do they help 
uh, hiring managers and recruiters find the right job seekers? Give us a bit of an overview there of, of why it's important to give them that forum. Yeah, you know, it really tears down the wall between uh, job seekers, recruiters, hiring managers, and more because uh, it uh, it really uh, it, uh, it it means that no longer do people. Uh, the job seekers specifically feel like they're submitting a resume into a black hole, whether it's, you know, on any of your job hunting sites or even LinkedIn or whichever. Uh, and it really turns the job hunt into a conversation between two parties. So on Albert's List on any given week, we have a multitude of conversations, whether it's around why companies hire only from specific universities, or uh, do recruiters read cover letters, or how many days is it ideal to follow up with somebody, right? There's a lot of nuance now uh, because people are busy and because technology has kind of uh, has kind of become something that we all rely on on a day-to-day basis. And so having that community really brings a multitude of opinions together and a multitude of experiences, which allows everyone to kind of share and create the semblance of what are best practices around job hunting? What are best practices around recruiting and so much more? And uh, really brings clarity into the conversation between people. Thank you very much. Okay, big question for you now. What, what do you think HR organizations need to do more of today that they currently aren't? <laughs> I, I think that HR organizations today need to, and this is this may be sound ironic, but bring in the human element back into uh, into work, right? So we know that uh, traditionally speaking, that HR is responsible for recruiting, hiring, uh, talent management, people management, and uh, everything related to that. But I think one of the things that have gotten away is that you know technology has become a pretty much a critical part of pretty much every part of the business. So we know that a lot of HR organizations are now using uh, artificial intelligence to recruit. Uh, We know that uh, they're considering areas like blockchain, uh, machine learning to understand more of their employees. And so I think all of these things are really great for um, businesses in general because they take out the uh, mindless and... uh, and uh, rote work that have really traditionally defined all industries for quite a while. And so now that these technologies are becoming more readily available, affordable, and uh, and uh, usable for employees of all technical levels, I think the best way to complement it is to bring back the sense of uh, the sense of humanity within work, because uh, work is all about uh, humans, right? And in the era of you know digital transformation now, where we're talking about how everybody wants more consumer-like experiences, more personalized experiences, and how you have this merge between enterprise and consumer-grade technology, I think with all of that now becoming even more possible and making our lives so much easier. Um, we we now see this urging and this encouragement to move back to a place where you have to also emphasize people and so when that happens when when that when that becomes more possible then i think you have a more perfect hr organization 
Okay, thank you. And uh, in terms of creating more wonderful HR organizations, uh, you you offered some of your insights uh, a while back at uh, one of the Disrupt HR San Francisco events, which uh, is my privilege to be a co-organizer of. Your session was called It Takes a Village, How Communities Facilitate Careers. Can you can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that session was all about and maybe some of the learning outcomes that you hope the attendees took took away from that session yeah so it was uh, it was a presentation to uh, encourage uh, encourage a lot more uh, cohesive communication between job seekers and hr organizations and so one of the things i started out with was to really ask attendees to understand and recall how their first or even their last job searches were like. And one of the common themes that we see in a lot of job searches is that individuals feel isolated. Uh, they feel like they uh, go it alone and that the information that they need is not all there. And that in order for us to feel like work isn't something uh, where it's us versus them, a community is what uh, is 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 a better alternative because it brings people together. It creates conversation, feedback loops that help not only job seekers understand where they may be falling short or what they need to get their next job, but how HR organizations can better adjust their job requisitions, uh, better communicate their company culture, uh, better communicate the benefits available so that no matter who might be walking through the door, uh, they feel like there is a community out there that can support it, support them and serve them. And so my call to action at the end of the day was to encourage HR professionals to go back into their own communities, whether it's at their company, whether it's their own professional associations and their own little towns and cities, and consider creating their own types of connection around professionals and other HR individuals to see how they can facilitate conversations that create better outcomes for everyone in the HR process. Super. And, and why Disrupt HR, Albert? Why, why is that a great community to get involved with? I think it's a great community, really, for a lot of different reasons. One, I think, is the way that everybody presents on stage. Uh, it is a it is, it is not a lecture where one talks at you, but rather um, lightning rounds of lightning speeches. It was uh, quite a different experience from the norm. And I think that's important because it keeps everyone engaged, interested, and one doesn't you know drone on for uh, minutes upon minutes, uh, much like you might get at a regular uh, industry conference. I, I think the second piece is the boldness of the presentations. Uh, Obviously, you know, we're, 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 we're looking at a lot of conferences where you have the same recycled content over and over again. And the difference with Disrupt HR is that you have uh, the willingness of an organization to be bold in how they look at uh, particular topics within, within the HR field. You're not just looking at best practices. You're not just looking at um, 
at uh, concepts that everybody already knows about. You're looking at case studies where things have worked before. You're looking at nuanced ideas that uh, professionals have not thought about. So I think you also come to this conference and you hear a new audience that understands that they're not here just to listen to the normal. They're here to take themselves out of their comfort zone. And with that comfort zone experience, with that, with that out of comfort zone experience, be able to go back to their organization and inflict real change, real change that matters. Ladies and gentlemen, Albert is such a busy chap and his community is so active that his phone is going at all moments, uh, as, as you heard just there. Um, Albert, before we wrap up today, uh, just finally, how can our listeners learn more about Albert's List and how can they connect with you? Yeah, they can go to our website, ajobslist.com. They can also connect with me on LinkedIn, um, linkedin.com slash in slash A-L-B-E-R-T. Q-I-A-N. Uh, and then they can also join us on Facebook uh, in our largest community of 40,000, Albert's Job Listings and Referrals, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, it is a Facebook group, so you need a Facebook account to, uh, you need a Facebook account to, to join. And if you don't have a Facebook account yet, come on, people. It's 2019. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that just leads me to say for today, Albert, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Yeah. Thank you for having me here. It was an absolute honor. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 